the drive officially opens Saturday night. We've got the big gala dinner joining us. He is a tennis great, no question about that. Channel 7's Todd Woodridge. Woody, welcome. <laughs> uh, thank you very much. I'm till nine these days. That's the only difference. Mm. I, I was there for mm. a while, but I've, I've moved. I've... <laughs> <laughs> oh, <Roy. laughs> well, you could have looked after me, Woody, and just moved on. Just uh, <laughs> <laughs> it has to. <laughs> I think five double A sits under the nine banner as well. So yeah, I we thought do. I'd better just get nah, that straight. Nah. I'm, I'm sorry to do that. It's very no, 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 Woody. My <laughs> bosses say if it's wrong, correct them. Yes, correct. <laughs> So, so the, see you, mate. I don't want you jumping in on me when I make a mistake. That's the only thing. <laughs> Good luck. Tell us about the SA Gala dinner. I'm looking very, very much forward to it. Of course, as um, everyone in um, in Adelaide and SA knows, there's been so much work done to upgrade the facility of Memorial Drive. And what we saw over the last couple of seasons, um, you know, post, pre the AO, it has been such a success with the, the roof over the top Um but because of COVID and everything else and, and how quickly we've had to get things running, um, this is the first opportunity to open it properly. And um, I'm looking forward to coming over. Uh, I'm going to, to co-MC the event for the evening. We've got the Premier coming along to um, officially open and uh, have the photos, do the plaque and the whole works. And then it's the opportunity to be able to celebrate all of the great things of um, of tennis in South Australia. So all the awards for everything from the most outstanding 30-plus tennis senior to the best club to excellence in coaching to, you know, the best male and female players of the year. So it's, it's a real time to celebrate. It sounds like an awesome night. Um, it's actually uh, the completion of Stage 2 redevelopment, so of the northern and eastern facilities, um, which were probably long overdue, but, gee, they, they look great now. They certainly do. I mean, you, you think about where, you know, that whole space has come from, from, you know, when I first started coming to Adelaide as a kid and, and Memorial Drive was in its, you know, yeah. back, back end of its heyday when you still had all of the grass and the tiny little yes. clubhouse to, um, to the next gen coming along and to a, a little period of time where everyone thought, oh, what's happening here? And then the way that the whole city has transformed itself by being able to put the bridge across from, um, the, the hotels across the river, uh, into, into what you guys have been able to do with, um, Adelaide Oval. I mean, it's unbelievable. I mean, and I'm obviously living in Melbourne these days and to, to watch what's been achieved over, um, that period of time. But even the last few weeks, I mean, Adelaide has been in the spotlight from you know, the gather round to live to tennis in January. And it's, it's a real treat to, to be able to see a city that actually has had a lot of um, really key moments for me, obviously playing with Mark uh, Woodford and being able to win there. I actually won a singles tournament there, won the Australian hard court there at Memorial Drive as well. So um, it's it's got a lot of great memories. But to see it actually shining in, in its light that it is now is just absolutely awesome. So, you know, the one thing we have to remember is is for facilities, they always have to be maintained and upgrade, upgraded, and I'm so pleased that this one's been done the way it has. You mentioned Adelaide International. It's attracting good names now, I, and I'll, this is a confession. I went to my first ever live event at Adelaide International this January and saw the Nasi Kokonakis win, um, yep. and I sat in the southern stand and it was just amazing view. You're so close to it and hear everything and watch everything. I was just blown away by it. And I thought, well, I'll tell you what, I'll be getting myself a ticket for next year. No dramas whatsoever. 
Fantastic, and that's what we love. And I mean, the fact that you know Novak was there this year and he's come back into Australia, all of those stories. And Irina Sabalenka, who was there and winning, and she's gone on obviously to win the Australian Open. And it's look, it's a crucial part to uh, um, to making the tennis season what it is in Australia, and it always has been. And I think the one thing that uh, um, I always chat about to people that haven't been to tennis for a while is when they go and watch it live, it is completely different to what you are, yeah, what you awesome. what you watch on TV. It's so much faster and you get a, a, a huge appreciation for what mm-hmm. athletes are out on court. Tom Woodbridge, our guest. Um, French Open from May the 28th. Um, 14-time Roland Garros winners, Rafa. He hasn't hit a ball in anger, I think, since January. Mm-hmm. Do you think he'll play... Mm-hmm. Would he? Look, I've already gone out, you know, uh, and said that it's, it's looking unlikely. Rafa uh, pulled out of Madrid this week. That's the mm. uh, the big tournament on, and then the, the next and last opportunity for him is Rome, and, and that's in two weeks' time. And if he doesn't go there, he won't have hit that ball in anger, as you call it, since the Australian Open. And I find it very difficult to believe that he would go into Roland Garros without any preparation at all. And a lot of people have said to me, oh, why wouldn't he go and just, you know, ease his way in and see how he goes? Well, it's just not that simple. Um, He's 37 years of age. You have to understand that the body doesn't recover as quick. And and there's nothing like matches compared to practice. It's another level of intensity. I'm not sure that he, he would even take that risk of um, maybe jeopardising the incredible record that he's had mm-hmm. at Roland Garros. So we'll wait and see. But Novak also is in a, a little bit of turmoil. He hasn't had the run in on the clay mm-hmm. that he would like, but he's he's a bit younger and he's pretty good also at being able to time uh, playing his very best into the majors. What about Nick Kyrgios? Where are we going to see him again, the big special look, K here? Yeah, Four months good, off. Good question. Yeah. Look, he's the same, really. He hasn't played since the end of October, early November. And... Uh, look, I wonder for Nick, he hasn't given a definitive of when he's actually going to play a tournament. There's some, some talk out there. He might be going to play an exhibition with Holger Rune, the young um, Danish player, very soon in Europe. I would imagine that Nick is thinking a little bit like what he did last year, get himself as fit uh, as he possibly can, get, get everything under control with the knee, um, maybe get to the grass, play those tournaments in the lead-up to Wimbledon and try and repeat what he what he put forward last year, which was excellent. Mm. I'm not sure going to the clay is really in his mind, but I'm, we're all still waiting for an indicator about whether uh, whether and what he'll do. So I'm hoping he gets back because what he produced last year was just absolutely yeah. brilliant. And he's, you know, I think it, today could be his birthday, in fact. I think he might have oh, turned 28 today. Um, so, you know, time is slowly ticking by, and I think he understands and appreciates now that um, it's the moment to get out there. Well done. Woody, enjoy the big Tennis SA gala dinner that is tomorrow night. Tennis SA absolutely thriving in our state, and it's due to that magnificent the drive. Thanks for your time. My pleasure, guys. Thanks for having me. He's a ripper. Todd Woodbridge, one of our absolute greats, 22-time Grand Slam champion.